Shalom. Shalom. And shalom. actually, it's technically a Shabbat Shalom because and we're, we're almost to the end of what would technically be the Sabbath. Technically not the time of recording or when it gets released? At the time we're recording. Okay. I'm Jesus not, was. I'm not that good. <laughs> Jesus was resurrected <laughs> the time this on the. Jesus was released. It'll be blah blah blah. No. Yeah. I was gonna say Jesus was resurrected on the first day of the week. I think the Sabbath is on the last day of the week. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, so uh, tomorrow okay. would be the first day of the week, and so today is the Sabbath or the end of the Sabbath. Because mm-hmm. it's like of. sundown to sundown. We're not Jewish though, sure. so we can record on. <laughs> On a Sabbath. Yeah. 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 But if we have any Jewish friends listening, you can let us know if we're we're right on that. I believe it's Friday, sundown Friday night to sundown Saturday night is. I believe that's the case. But in Israel, they're like nine hours off from us. Well, yeah. So, like, so they're they're long past. Yeah. Well, well, I work with people in Israel. Oh. So, um, so there's some things that uh, I'll end up doing on their Sabbath so I don't disturb them. It's so. like noon to noon here, roughly. Oh, okay. So. Interesting. That's how I know that. Neat. Oh. So I think I think factoids. I think that's how they they do it in Israel today. So they're nine they're nine hours ahead or behind. Does I I think ahead maybe that would that would be that would make it like nine. O'clock their time, yeah. I think okay. they're nine hours ahead. I think ah. cool. is what happened. Cool, nice. Mm. Learn something new every day. It, yeah, it works nice because then I can do things during the day. And, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm not bothered by it. I am trying to learn something new. I'm trying to learn a little bit of Hebrew. Cool, and not brewing coffee, right? No. Hebrew coffee barista. <laughs> no, I've, I've, well, I actually did know the word shalom before, but, um, it's like aloha, but for, Hebrew, oh, cause, cause, cause that's both hello and goodbye. Well, right. I don't know if it's hello and goodbye, but it's like, this, it's a greeting that everyone my, knows. My little app says so. it's hello. It's not saying goodbye. Oh. I don't know. I think that they probably can use it because uh, it's, it's more of, I believe, and again, if we have any Jewish friends listening, yes, can please. let us know um, if we've got this right. But I believe it's actually speaking peace to you. Right. So that's something you could use as a greeting or as a, you know, parting salutation. Yeah. But yeah, that that one I don't know. My favorite one so far was Bivakasha, right? Bivakasha. That's please, Bivakasha. Bivakasha. Slicha is excuse me. Slicha. So bivakasha slicha is please excuse me. I think so, I just butchered that. So if you <laughs> okay. so if you speak Hebrew, bivakasha slicha, please excuse me, as I'm still really <laughs> trying to learn some things. But I don't know, mm-hmm. it's interesting. So, I like yeah. learning I like learning languages. My my problem is sometimes I just I only learn like a few basic words. I've I've never actually mastered an entire language. Like an yeah. like I'm not fluent in any other language, but I can that, speak a little bit of it. That's depending what on the day, with, sometimes English. No, <laughs> kidding. Yeah, 
that's kind of what happened with Spanish. Although I think I learned more words because you have to take it to graduate. But I, what ended up sticking with me are like a few words and not a lot else. I was never yeah. fluent in yeah. it anyway, but I'm especially not fluent in it now. Yeah. yeah. The thing was, I didn't y- continue to use it like with like Spanish, t- like learning Spanish. And even uh, when we were younger, learned sign language. And the only things that stuck with me is the alphabet of both languages. <laughs> I could tell you the alphabet, but most, most, and a few random words, but like, that's a, like. B, C, right? Yes. De, well, it's B larga, I think is technically, because it's the difference between B larga and V corta. when I went to high school, it wasn't. Well, it no, was the, the only difference that it's just <laughs> added on there so that way you can tell the difference because B and V, which is B and V, sounds so close. So it's like B larga is B and then V corta is V. So that way you can tell the difference when you're. So, s- so I think I forgot the Spanish alphabet. <laughs> yes. You're like, none the, of that sounds familiar. That, so Some of it does, but I totally forgot the. Well, I always wonder, larga. is it really needed to learn the alphabet of a language that uses um our letters our same letters what do you well, think it, it yeah. does mainly because it has the enya which is oh, the one I with guess, the, yeah. the squiggle on top of it the other thing is spanish is weird so like c and ch i guess i did remember this part um uh-huh. but c like in english we just say, well, C and CH together, that makes, you know, a different sound. And mm-hmm. in English, we just kind of go by, we just roll with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Spanish, I think it classifies it as its own letter. At least mm-hmm. what yeah. I heard in, in yeah, high school. Yeah, that sounds right. Che. kind of remember that. Che. Che. And same thing with um, the the double R's where you like roll the R's. <laughs> Which yeah. I can't do. I've done it every once in a while, but rolling R's was never my thing. Roll I would your growl R's. instead. <laughs> <laughs> Go Chewbacca to try to roll an R. <laughs> I think my Spanish teacher was saying that even people who like speak it natively when they grow up, they have to like learn it. It doesn't necessarily come There's something about like as easy to them. They need to develop a cute little ABC song. Is there is there a Spanish ABC song alphabet song? If there is, I didn't learn it. I'd be interested. Or, or if I did song. learn it, it didn't I, stick. <laughs> I'd I'd be really interested actually. If yeah. anyone anyone who's Spanish, our or, Spanish or friends, or who speaks Spanish, I should say, Latino friends. Yes, yes. Uh, if you Hispanic if you know, Latino. let us know. Mm-hmm. There you go. So anyway, those are <laughs> that's what I'm so, doing now. So question: Why are you learning Hebrew? Well, a couple of reasons. So, I mean, one, I do, I would like to kind of be a little bit more familiar with the language because the first part of the Bible, the Old Testament, was written in Hebrew. That's true. So, if you have a little bit, of course, I'm sure the way they speak their, you know, their language patterns now in Hebrew are. I'm sure are different from kinda like thousands how, of years ago. Kind of like the English language has changed yeah. between you know, Shakespeare and now. Yeah, languages <laughs> are always um, changing, but I think it would still be. Um, I think it still is fun when you understand the language. To it kind of helps you understand some things. I know our dad and some of his messages. He's brought up different things that um, there's passages in the Bible where, and I can't remember 
exactly what word and everything, but I know in the first chapter of Jeremiah, there's some wordplay with Hebrew. Oh, yeah. I remember and, him talking about that. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I just oh, thought that was interesting. The, um olive branch, right? Yeah. Hey, there's a word, I think, and he asked him what he, he saw, and it was an like, olive branch, and he was like, yes, I joined. Yeah. It's extended um, mercy or something. Yeah, so it's like Ephraim or something like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's um in Jeremiah one eleven where it says, "Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see the branch of an olive, uh, excuse me, an almond tree. Almond. And the Lord said to me, You've seen well, for I'm ready to perform my word. And I believe there's it's play on words. words. It's actually also a play on words to like kind of. Picture. So, um, yeah. God likes puns. <laughs> he yes. does. Yay! So, I, but I just thought, man, that's kind of cool. You know, and I know um, I'll use sometimes when I'm, I'm reading, I'll look up words. Um, I have like a Strong's app that I'll look up, um, you know, the Greek words or the Hebrew words. And sometimes it helps you understand it because sometimes um, when people translate the Bible, you know, they may translate it with our language in mind. And if we use that word, what that means. Right. So sometimes just like in our language, one word could have several meanings and be used in several different contexts. So can some of these words. So I just thought it'd yeah. be interesting to learn it. But my other reason is um, I we recently uh, got on the bandwagon for uh, cho- The Chosen Bible series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, uh, is it a TV show or is it? not? It is. It's, it's not technically on e- TV or is it? No, but I mean, it's it's designed like a TV yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to have multiple. It's a, se- it's a series. It's a series. Yeah, dramatic, said, dramatic series. I guess it's the first like multiple season TV show about the life of Jesus. So mm-hmm. normally they've done like mini series, um, but this is going to have multiple seasons. So I hear the book is better, but um, <laughs> but this yes. is pretty good. The book is always well, they, better. They've been, you know, which is nice. They actually, they know that too. They've recommended, I think, on an episode, like the first mm-hmm. episode, they're like, you know, we've we've like changed some of the timelines and stuff here or there, but we encourage you to <laughs> read the Gospels. So. Yeah. Hey, it's always good when the authors suggest you get the book and read it, you know. Yeah. Well, so I, I'll confess, when I first heard about it, I was like, uh... I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. You know, because there have been, unfortunately, there there have been good um, Bible projects that have come out, but there have been a lot of them that have come out that are just, they're like either extremely cheesy or the, I just didn't like how they portrayed, you know, Jesus or certain situations. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, no, I mean, none of us would ever be able to portray it 100% right because we sure. weren't there. Right. But um, there's some of them, they were like so far off that I'm like, no, I don't like this. And then sometimes they just, it, you know, they, they just, it seems almost flat because they, they'll quote the scripture, but it, it just, I don't know how to describe it, you know, where they just the seems. The heart's not in it, maybe. Maybe the heart's not like, in it, you know. And well, um, it's definitely really hard to get right, you know, and especially oh, as, as mm-hmm. a Christian, like, this is Jesus. You, you don't want. If there's him, one thing you, you don't, don't want to mess him. up, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't like seeing him, you know, portrayed badly. So, 
I think for me as a Christian, particularly my standards of seeing Jesus on screen are very oh, high. Yeah, you yeah know? Exactly. And, uh, and uh, the guy that they have playing him, not saying he's perfect like Jesus, but he definitely does a really good job. So. Yeah. And, and, and they get a lot of things right. Well, and it's, and it's more than just an acting part to him. It is important to him to do it the best way he can, where I think I know there have been some projects that were somewhat well done, but yet they had people playing Jesus that actually didn't even believe in Jesus. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. So that, that makes a difference, you know, but yeah, I was, I was really, um, suspicious about it at first and then I kept seeing like ads pop up for it on Facebook and I saw they would post like little clips of it and I saw a couple of the clips and I was like oh that looks really good actually and I'm like I like that I'm like I think I'll try it out and I did and I I love it it's it's cool because it's free Mm -hmm. I mean it's you know (laughs) it's funded by people donating towards it Mm-hmm. which also would make you think, oh, that means it's cheesy quality, but it's not. No, it's like... No, it, it, it's really well done. Like yeah. seriously good like videography and even some CGI yeah. that's in there too. Like, oh, that's right. They did use some CGI yeah. for some yeah. stuff too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... It, obviously, I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. No. But, um, you know, it's, it does... So what it does, if you haven't seen it, and we try not to give too much stuff away. Um, I mean, if you read the Bible, parts of yeah, it will be spoiled for of you. Course. But you right. know. Well, but what they do is they they actually tell the story from the perspective of those around Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think maybe that's the difference. You know, a lot of other shows, it's kind of from when, you know, the 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 fourth perspective of reading the Bible and that's how it plays out where this almost brings you in and gives you the perspective of what's going on from, you know, those around Jesus from the disciples and, um, you know, the religious leaders and, you know, different things. So, and even the Romans, they have, even the Romans, mm-hmm. yeah. which is kind of interesting to think about, like, you know, the Romans didn't just show up. Okay. We're going to kill Jesus. Like, they were there, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, still, and you hear about them in Acts, I think, more. But a couple of they places. were still, you know, there the whole time. Yeah, yeah. you hear a couple like the centurion servant, you know. But right, other, yeah. But other than that, you don't hear about them much before the um, the crucifixion. But it was kind of the thing where it's like, I guess they were there for some of the things. Yeah, yeah. You know? and they're very open about how they use a lot of um, imagination. Right. in their storyline well, because to to, yeah. to actually tell a story about the people around jesus you do sometimes have to go off book so to speak you yeah. know for that but because he's imagination of like you know this is the event you read in the bible what was it that like led up to that point you know that you know why were they there for that they they took like uh for, and I won't spoil anything, but they took a couple of like the first couple episodes to lead up to one of Jesus's miracles, right? You know that we, you don't read anything about that backstory in the Bible, so we don't know any of if, if any of it is you know factual. But it was interesting. It was kind of funny because it was uh, shortly before they were bringing it to it. I was like, wait a second. It was kind of cool having you know knowing some of the the stories in the Bible. And I don't, obviously I don't know everything, but you know knowing so I was like 
wait a second. I know what this is leading to. It was kind of yeah. cool. Like it was, it wasn't quite a spoiler, but it was sort of like cool, you know. To know, huh. yeah, they kind of do. They definitely do foreshadowing. So if you know the Bible, a lot of foreshadowing. Then it's a, and some you humor. Can, yeah. Then you, again, and they also use foreshadowing with humor. So um, if you know the Bible, then you know you'll kind of catch on to that. But even if you've never read the Bible before, I think it'd be a very. Inter- I think it's interesting enough mm-hmm. the way the way definitely. they've they've done it so you do have to approach it knowing that they have added fictional storylines right the thing that i actually normally i don't like that but in this situation it actually has pushed me to go back to the new testament and go okay this part i know is completely fictional that they added in but this part what about that one and so it's making me like kind of relooking relook at stories um to see you know what did they add or what did they not add? And if they did add this, what is in here that made them think that this was a plausible po- plot, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. But anyway, so it's it's good. It's, um, th- there's an app you can download um, if you type in The Chosen um, in, you know, wherever you buy your apps, uh, you can you can find it. Um, and I forget what their website is. Like, is it The Chosen uh, the dot chosen TV dot dot com TV, I think. Uh, not dot com. I think it's the chosen dot TV, and that redirects to um, VidAngel because it's it's under VidAngel, but VidAngel has given them a part of their site. Yeah. Um, that's all about the chosen. So. so and they have you a they have a YouTube channel too where you won't necessarily get um, uh, like. M- more about them but you'll you'll get like interviews and stuff yeah so um they do have the episodes on their youtube right now yeah Yeah. and i think the the uh author of the show um or the principal author of the show uh he does um, a lot of live streams and stuff too so you can kind of yeah learn about the project that way yeah so if you've run out of tv shows to watch this <laughs> during this as we're ending I'm praying yes. that we're ending up our yeah. our season uh indoors uh that that's a great one to watch yeah. I, I I don't recommend a lot of stuff but I actually do recommend this one I, I think it's very interesting yeah. and and, and but they've know. already finished one season we have to wait for the second season I to come know. out <laughs> <laughs> I know because our family we're kind of used to waiting on shows and then like when we find a show we'll like watch it like we'll kind of i don't want to use the term binge but we kind of will like watch it like we'll get you know be like okay this is the show we're into we'll watch all the episodes of this show and then you yeah. know and yeah. pick maybe else. one so sitting or maybe we throw out time yeah, yeah. There, there were a couple where we're like, okay, they're still actually making shows, and we would watch each show yeah. each week. But yeah, but we didn't like we, that. We'll go I back to like the old anyway. show where you know, and you, they've already finished the series. You can go and get in the mood, and you'll watch some here or there. And then it's like with this show, and it's only eight episodes for the season, so it's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, well. no, this is it. And they're you know waiting for uh, you know the rest of the series to come. They're uh, in the pro, or I don't know if they're in the process, but they're getting ready to make season two. And I'm like, please. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard that he's, I guess, gotten with his his co writers, and they've mm-hmm. already got some ideas of, yeah, of how are, they're fleshing it out. So they're already writing scripts for. I'd it. imagine they won't be filming. I wonder if we can make immediate, <laughs> immediately right now, but hopefully in the near future. Huh. Yeah. 
I don't know but, that process. By the way, I just want to say really quick, there is a similar show on Netflix, I think, called Chosen or something like that, not The Chosen. We're not talking about that show. We're talking about The Chosen. The Chosen. So, okay, uh, if know. you differentiate, if you see something, it's like, oh, it's on Netflix. No, I don't think I don't this, think is, on this is on Netflix. Yeah. So, so yeah, don't look for it. On so Netflix. if it's <laughs> if if you hear they're like, oh yeah, Netflix. No, I don't think it's the ne- it's not the Netflix show. There's another show. Yeah. Called The Chosen. It has um, only it has only about eight. Yeah, it has only eight yeah. episodes in mm-hmm. the first season. So yeah. Just want to make sure so people weren't confused because yeah. very, sim- sure. very similar. For naming. sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you guys, both of you actually did yes. interviews for another podcast. Oh, yeah. We right? did. So our uh, our friend Anthony just recently started a, a podcast called the Movement of God podcast. And uh, it's a different format um, than um, this podcast because, you know, for uh, this podcast, it's the three of us, you know, we're here um, talking uh, every week. He, his is a weekly podcast as well, but his is uh, like a one-on-one interview mm-hmm. type of thing. And he has different guests each time. And he just, he want, he's um, listening to their stories about, um, God moving in their life about, you know, uh, how did their journey with God start, you know, uh, different things that they've done in their walk with the Lord. Where are they now? Where are they going? Kind of a thing. And uh, I know I did um, I did an episode with him that just came out um, at the time of this recording. It would be uh, yesterday um, that it released. Um, so it's already out there. Um, and it, I, I forget. I listened to it, but I forget what it was titled. My name's in it. It's something, something with, something with something Matthew. With I forget. What, I forget what it is. I can remember the first two episodes because mine's the, the third episode. It's just a, but uh, I don't remember. <laughs> it's, but anyway, I did a, a episode uh, with him talking about, um, talking about uh, moving to Florida as the family. We talked a little bit about puppets and just a couple of different things. I obviously won't talk about all we talked about because <laughs> I just spoil everything. But it's called Movement of God Podcast. Um, you can find that on um, Facebook, and uh, he's he's got a Facebook page. Um, he's got a YouTube. I think is it on he's Spotify. He's on Spotify. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know he's on, he's on Apple because I I'm a Apple person sort of, so I I listen to it on Apple. <laughs> he told me he's like it's on Apple. I like he uh, texted me and I subscribed right then. I forgot to tell him that, but <laughs> <laughs> I saw the text and I was like, okay, subscribe. But you have to. Okay. There's a lot of odd. I, I didn't know that he was on. Yeah, iTunes, there's so. there's a lot of if you search the movement of God though it's there's a lot of odd stuff that's not his podcast that oh, you'll okay. find on the Apple thing. I found that out. There's a lot of a lot of weird. Does he have a link to it on um, his Facebook? Maybe I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to tell him to yeah. do that. <laughs> but um, yeah. But it's it is on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. It is on his. It's got a. Did we share? Did we share his from our Facebook page? I don't think we have yet, but we can. Okay, we, we'll share. We'll do, it from we'll do that so probably can, before that. You can check him out. Probably by before this releases, it'll have been shared. Yeah. But at the time this recording went out of it. Yeah, we'll make sure it's there. And then I think yeah, uh, you're. Yeah, so soon. I recorded one with him already. I don't know exactly when he's going to release it. I think when we were recording, he mentioned something like last week we talked with his brother Matthew. So I don't know if I'm going to be next week, okay. or if. I don't know when I when I'm gonna be. It's it's his podcast and it's his <laughs> yeah scheduling. Yeah. So, but um, hopefully sometime soon. Cool, so. cool, cool, cool. So, and with with that, uh, 
this week uh we're uh talking about what we're going to talk about um <laughs> well, I don't know. It sounded quirky. I was going to try to come up with something witty to follow that up with. It didn't work. Anyway. And this week, we were talking about what we're going to talk about. You got It's all about delivery, man. <laughs> yes. You can make yes. it work. No, I was trying to come up with some witty explanation for how that happened or why it worked. It just it didn't happen. Anyway. Um, no, you, got, you can't apologize. You just got to keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> anywho, what we're talking about this week, I was recently reading... Um, the passage of John chapter 10, and I thought of the, because uh, it's the story of the man that was um, born blind. Uh, can I? Uh, let's see, I'm going to pull it up here. John chapter 10. And so Jesus is walking with his disciples, and they see a man that's been blind from, from birth, and uh, they... You know, they asked Jesus, you know, who sinned? Was it this man or his parents? He was born blind. And Jesus said, well, it was neither of them, but so that the, um, so that, uh, am I? Are you sure it was John chapter 10? I know, I know. I think it's it's nine. nine. I don't know why I thought (laughs) it was 10. I was like, oh. I was looking at it too. I was like, that's not There we go. Nine. Nine Sorry. Let's try that again. Sorry. Chapter nine. Um. Anyway, still, they're asking who was it that sent him, uh, this man or his parents. Jesus said neither, but so that, you know, um, that, that the, let's see, what does it say? I must work the works, neither this man nor his parents sinned, verse 3 of chapter 9, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. Um, he said, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day, the night is coming when no one will work, no one can work, as long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. Um, and said, when he had said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva. He anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. Um, he said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. And so Jesus healed this man that had been born blind. And, uh, I believe it was, it was the Sabbath day when Jesus did it. He, he kind of liked to do that. I don't know yeah. um, quite quite why, but it, it seemed like it was an important thing to do. And so the Pharisees, the religious leaders, kind of got upset about the fact that this had happened. Um, and they were doing kind of an inquiry about him being healed. Um, and so the, the man that was born blind, he told them that it was Jesus that um, did it and that he, you know, they thought, oh, this man, they, they didn't like Jesus, so they were trying to tell everyone. They'd already decided, in fact, it says, I don't know what verse it is, but it says that uh, they had decided that anyone who acknowledged Jesus as, as the Christ would be, um, here it is, verse 22, um, that the Jews had already agreed that if anyone confessed that he was the Christ, talking about Jesus, if he was the Christ, he'd be put out of the synagogue. They didn't like Jesus. They didn't believe he was the Christ or they just didn't like his position on things, I guess. I don't know. They just really, really didn't like him. And so um, they had decided that, but this man, so Jesus, so this man was saying that Jesus had done it and that um, that he was of God and they were saying, give, you know, give the glory to God, but this man's a sinner. And um, they were talking about Jesus saying this man's a sinner to give God the glory. But the, the man born blind, uh, said in verse 25, whether he's a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I know that though I was blind, now I see. Um, and, and 
let's see, I'll keep reading here. Then they said to him again, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? And he had already told them. So he told, in verse 27, he said, he answered them, I told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? Um, and so uh, basically what happened is he stood up for Jesus, that he was a man of God. And the they, of course, as they said, if anyone had, you know, st- stood up for him, basically, um, that they'd be cast out of the synagogue. So they cast him out of the synagogue. And it says here, let's see. Um, it says in verse 34, because um, well, I'll, ba- I'll back up here. Um, the man who was born blind that Jesus healed said in verse 33, if this man were not from God, he could do nothing. So he's saying this man has definitely got to be from God. Otherwise, he could not have healed me. And uh, verse 34, they answered and said to him, you are completely born in sins and you're and are you teaching us? And they cast him out. It says in verse 35, Jesus heard that, that they had cast him out. And when he had found him, he said to him, Do you believe in the Son of God? And he answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said to him, You have both seen him, and it is he who is talking with you. Then he said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. And one thing, it goes by so fast in the verse when you read it, but you see the the significance of it. It says this, that when Jesus heard that he had been cast out, he heard that the religious leaders had thrown him out for standing up for him. You know, mm-hmm. I pre- presume he heard that, too. It just says that he heard that he had been cast out, but I'm guessing they told him why. It said when he had found him. And, you know, we hear, you know, the uh, the story of the, the, the prodigal um, a lot, and that's where the man had two sons, and the one son took everything. You know, he said, he said, you know, Father, divide me by portion of the inheritance. And he took it and he squandered it on sinful, wild living. And then he wound up with nothing. And he came back to the Father and the Father took him back, you know, just like that. And, you know, we hear about how um, God will go after the one that has sinned horribly and done something so wrong and totally messed up. And yet God still loves them so much to go after them. And Jesus had many stories about that, about the woman who lost the coin, about the, um, about, I believe it's this, the shepherd that lost the sheep. We hear about him going after that one. And it, it talks, it seems to imply, or at least we always think about it, this fact of someone who is either maybe was a believer and they ran off and they sinned and he's going after them, or maybe it's someone who never knew him that he's going after. But here we see someone who didn't sin. We, we don't see that he wasn't cast out of the synagogue, the you know religious setting, because he did anything wrong. He actually was cast out because he did everything right, and the religious people didn't like it. And here we see that Jesus. It says when he had heard that they cast him out, it said when he found him. So he dropped everything that he was doing. We don't know what he was doing when all this conversation between the man who had been healed and the religious leaders was going on. We don't know what he was doing, but we do know that whatever it was he was doing, wherever he was going, he stopped whatever he was doing, and he searched for this man. It says when he found him. It doesn't sound like he was just going along. He heard that he had been cast out, and oh, he just went about his business, and he happened to run into him and have that conversation. You know, It says when he found him. And so it just sees a side of God's love that you may be in a situation where you've done everything right. You've done nothing wrong. And yet the religious people, the religious world may cast you out. Mm 
mm-hmm. because they decide that what you're teaching, though it's straight from the Bible, it's God's word, it's the truth, they don't like to hear it because it's calling out what they're doing that's wrong. This man said that if, you know, he's from, if he wasn't from God, he couldn't do anything. And they're like, you're teaching us, you know, and they thought he was a sinner because he was born blind and everything. But How dare you teach us? Mm-hmm. Exactly. But he, so he got cast out because he was defending Jesus and mm-hmm. defending what was right. And you may be in a situation where you've done everything right. You're defending the Lord and the religious people don't like it. And they, they, you know, shun you or whatever the case may be. Maybe they don't kick you out of the church necessarily, but maybe you're being mm-hmm. present, but you certainly feel like you've been cast out in that sense. Yeah. You know, been rejected. You have been cast and, out. And maybe know. even, yeah, literally cast out. Jesus doesn't just go after the ones that have sinned. And that's a great, amazing love. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that. That is a great, amazing love. But he doesn't just go after the ones that have sinned and fallen short. And and he goes after them and says, you're forgiven. He makes an effort to go after the one who has defended him and people have rejected him. And he still goes and finds you. And he, you know, lets you know that he that, you know, that you're accepted in him, that he mm-hmm. loves you because he tells him, do you believe in the son of God? And he said, who is he that I may believe? He said, you've seen him and it's he was talking with you. You know, he he kind of is like in a sense, making the effort to find him and have that conversation with him, trying to let him know that you're not rejected. I mean, he said, you know, the son of God. So, you know, giving him an opportunity, saying you can be part of God's kingdom, even though they've kicked you out of the, you know, because he may have thought that I've been kicked out of church, then I'm doomed to hell. You know, maybe, I don't know. It doesn't say that, but, you know, it could have crossed his mind, but that's not what it is. Jesus said, in, in essence, you know, I guess that's a little bit of reading into it, but I see where he found him. You know, you're mm-hmm. accepted. I'm not casting you out like they yeah. did. He took effort to find him. Yeah. I like well, that you... Oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, it's fine. You can... No, that's fine. Okay, I was going to say, it just kind of reminds me what we were talking about last week about storms, how a storm that wasn't even Paul's fault, mm-hmm. God still was with him and, yeah. and still cared about him, even though things are going on around him and this isn't, you know, the same as the storm necessarily, but, but, you know, Jesus still loves you. Um, even if, uh, even if you do wrong, but also if you don't do wrong and it still looks like things are, you know, going bad around you, you know, religious people are throwing you out or, you know, your boat is being blown off course, Mm -hmm. you know, Jesus still cares about people who, who, follow him even though it doesn't look like it and in the end um things turn out okay it, paul everyone was saved and with the the blind man or formerly blind man not only did he receive a sight like jesus reached out to him later mm-hmm. yeah i mean and i like that you bring this story up from that perspective because i think a lot of times um when you grow up in church and you hear constantly the story of the prodigal son and, um, you know, the shepherd who leaves the 99 sheep to go Mm -hmm. after the one, it starts to create this thought of, and it's not the right thought, but I can say from experiences of that, um, Jesus goes after the bad one. Mm -hmm. 
you know, that if you're not completely bad, like Jesus doesn't take special time to come after you. Right. You know, you, even though that's not you love true. Me, you know, don't feel, would he love me more if I goofed up? Right. You if know? you were this big man, which is not the right thought, but you know, it's kind of this it's weird, sometimes, it's though, this weird you know? thought of like, well, I've really tried to follow after God my whole life. You know, is there something special for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And also with that, you know, I remember for me, it was a lot easier for me to look at somebody who had messed up completely and, and, you know, maybe lived their whole life in sin or whatever the case may be. And I can look at them and confidently say, yeah, God loves you. I know that God loves you, you know, cause I knew those stories, but then for myself, I grew up in church and I really was trying my, you know, my whole life to, to follow after God, but, you know, made some mistakes along the way. And I didn't have that same confidence for myself. Cause I'm like, well, I grew up in church, so I knew better. Like I never walked away like the prodigal. So I should know better. Like I don't, I never walked away for Jesus to leave the 99 to come follow me. And I remembered one time, um, I was at a uh, camp and they were singing, a song called Reckless Love, and it talks about how, you know, God will leave the 99, you know, and then it talks about, you know, there's no mountain you won't climb up, no shadow you won't light up coming after me. And I remember we were singing it, and I was just praying over the guests at the camp. I was like, yes, Lord, you love them so much. Thank you. And at that moment, he said, I love you that way. And I was like, Whoa, it was like, well, wait, I'm not supposed to, I'm not supposed to be thinking about what I need. I'm supposed to be praying over them. And I felt, and the Lord just kind of kept pressing in my heart, like, no, I love you that way. And that was, and I felt so silly, like all this time I was like, oh my goodness, God really does love me that way. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if I didn't go on this. And I know it's, it sounds so bizarre, but you know, our, our, brains and sometimes the enemy will you know get us to come up with these crazy ideas that are not scriptural but you have this idea of like well I've lived a good life for the most part you know I've 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 sinned but I've not you know completely rejected God ever in my life so that means that I'm not you know one that he has to come after and you almost can feel like left out mm-hmm. and um kind of like actually kind of <laughs> interestingly enough along the lines of the prodigal you know that it's like the brother yeah you know it's like where he was like you know here i've been doing everything faithfully and didn't yeah. you know even a you know didn't even give me what he said like a goat or something like that yeah you know but he's like everything i have is yours yeah you know? yeah and um it, it kind of um it kind of reminds me of a scripture uh in matthew this is matthew 19 uh this is um jesus uh, he was talking about the guy who uh, a guy came up to Jesus and said, "Hey, what do I have to inherit eternal life?" And and Jesus um, Jesus said, "Well, you know, keep the commandments." And and the guy's like, "Well, you know, I've, I've done that, but what else?" And he told this man to follow him, and uh, he, he told him to sell all his possessions and follow him. And and the guy went away sad, and. Uh, and and uh, Jesus was talking with his disciples is that um, and uh, uh, 
Peter was asking him, he was like, you know, Jesus, what about us? We've forsake, forsaken everything to follow you. Mm-hmm. And uh, this isn't, uh, I'll just read verse 27 and 28 here. Uh, it says, uh, and then answered Peter and said to him, behold, we have forsaken all and followed thee. What shall we have therefore? And Jesus said to them, verily I say to you, that ye which have followed me in regenera- regeneration, yeah, regeneration, sorry, uh, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his, his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging twelve tribes. Um, yeah, and I'll read 29 too. It says, And everyone that has forsaken houses or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my name's sake shall receive an hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. So yeah. even the people who, or I should say the people who followed him, like they got things too, you know, yeah. it d- doesn't have to be people who yeah. go away and come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that, that scripture that, that Jesus went and found him, you know, and, right. and, uh, and so I, you know, I, I love that, it, you know, he is the God who sees us. And mm-hmm. no matter where you're at, you know, if you are working really hard to do everything right, you know, and you still find a, a moment where you're feeling down, like Jesus will come and find you. And that's such a, such a yeah. precious thing. And I, I love that so much. And, and it, yeah, and I, I think it's very uh, relevant to pastor's kids, especially the, you know, we talk about there's the stereotype of the pastor's kids that you know, are actually really bad kids, you know, mm-hmm. but there are so many pastors kids out there that actually love the Lord with all their heart and, you know, and are, are serving God. And I'm sure it can feel like, what about me? You know, and especially when, you know, you've got, uh, you know, your, your parents are counseling people and it feels like the people that, do stuff wrong are the ones that get the most attention, you know, Mm. and that's not, that's it. That's not totally true in the sense of you've got God's attention, you know, God is watching you. And, and when you're in that moment where you feel rejected or isolated, God will come find you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I say, cause it's just interesting to me that, like I said, a lot of times, it, we think about people who run away, but he went after someone who was doing the right thing, you know, yeah. and, and he cared about him that much. You're not left out because you're doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, he loves, he loves you just as much as he loves those that run away. Yeah. You know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's close. Let's close in prayer. Sounds good. Father, we do thank you for the love that you have for us, Father, that when we feel alone or rejected, that you will come find us, whatever the cause of the rejection, whether it is things of our doing or others doing, whatever it is, you see us and you come and find us and comfort us and love us. And we just thank you for that. And I pray, Father, over those listening, Lord, that if there's anyone who feels that they've been rejected or they've been isolated, whatever the reason for that feeling, Lord, that you would come and be with them, Lord, and that you would comfort their hearts and you would show them how much you love them. And I just thank you for it in Jesus name. 
Amen. 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 All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free Glad to, you could join us. Yes. <laughs> feel free to leave us oh, questions or comments. Yes. Um, and uh, on uh, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes. I can't, can't do comments on all these, but we go over this every time. But, but reviews, anyway. you know, yes, reviews yeah. help. You can leave a um, review. Write yeah. a review. Only if it's a good one. <laughs> Only if it's five stars. Don't leave us. Don't leave us one star. No, I'm just kidding. I, I mean, over, I, I would we prefer went over that. not. We were like, leave an honest review. Yeah. We, well, several several yeah. weeks ago, we were like, oh, give us yeah. a a good review. Really and then we were like, do we really want that? No, I'm just kidding. We, we do. do want honest yeah. reviews. I think you suggested it. Actually, I think it was like I, did. I think it was like <laughs> episode one or something like that. Like yeah. it's, it's been a while. Three months ago. <laughs> no, yeah. four months ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Four months ago. It doesn't quite feel That's that cool. long. Yeah. Full like show. Amazing. Celebrate. Woo woo. That's so weird. Wait, which one of you did it? <laughs> that was that me. One. Oh man. <laughs> Matthew's just like that one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> when he can't even like you can't even like see where he's pointing. <laughs> that one. Or they can't see. I should say that was kind of that was kind of the point. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> the point. He pointed the his point. finger. Uh, okay. I don't know. Maybe six months we could. There we go. Be like, hey, we'll have to do something monumental for like twenty or twenty-five episode. Twenty twenty-five episodes. Yeah, we'll have to. Do something. Why twenty or twenty-five? Like one of those two, because because they're like. You know, like well, we, it should be 100. 20 then because it's 20. 2020. 2020. There we okay. Well, we'll have 20 to plan episodes in 2020. There we go. Cool. We have to know what episode we're on because I'll be <laughs> honest, I don't know what episode we're this on. This is episode 17. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Matt, well, then Matt it's quickly knows. approaching. Yes. Yeah. That's because he's our sound editor. Yes, I'm the, I'm the editor, so he's I, the editor. I'm familiar with. Nathan is the uploader. Well, actually, I'm the Matthew, talker. I, <laughs> I just show up and YouTube, talk. But, huh? I oh yeah, I made the music and the yes. the logo, so yeah. my I had a lot of we front. All, we work. all had a part in it. I had a part, but now I just show up and talk. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like it that way. <laughs> but if we no. need if we need to me, if we need me to shoulder a little more of the responsibility, I will. I will help. Yes. But I'm not going to sing a song going through my head right now because no one will understand. But that's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, it's probably time to wrap it up. <laughs> We're getting real quick. We'll just, uh, if you want to send us an email with a comment, a question, a um, prayer request, even that's uh, where you can send your honest review. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. In private. <laughs> um, <that's>, Sorry, anyway. <laughs> I'll stop now. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, 3pks at iabound.org number 3 yes so you can send it there and of course uh, iTunes Spotify uh, iHeartRadio TuneIn YouTube and Facebook I think that's everything boom yeah boom chicka boom ditto alright next time we won't see you and you won't see us but you'll hear us so yeah. <laughs> same PK time, same PK podcast. I'm a PK. I wear the headphones. <laughs> I do the talking. See you next and week, I don't everyone. Sound like Batman. You Bam. sound like Batman.